0: It's Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us.
1: Cincinnati City Councilman Chris Seelbach was honored as a White House Champion of Change by President Barack Obama as he led the way to make Cincinnati the national leader in LGBT equality. Under his leadership, Cincinnati has become the first city in the Midwest and the third in the country to offer transgender-inclusive health care for all city employees and the first city in the country to ban conversion therapy for minors. And now he serves as executive director for Living With Change, the Living With Change Foundation. And he's joining me on Amy's table to talk about just that. Welcome, Chris.
0: Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to you as well. (laughs) Thank you for having me.
1: So... I want you to give a little background about how this organization mm-hmm. came to be, because I'll tell you what, it comes right from the heart.
0: Yeah. So Chris Chickenelli is the CEO and owner of a company called Pure Romance here mm-hmm. in town. And he's the son of Patty Brisbane, who most a lot of people do know. Uh, and Chris and his wife, Jessica, have three kids, and their oldest child is 10 years old and transgender. Um, so Elsie started saying around the uh, three years old, you know, I am a girl, not... I want to play with Barbies, or you know, I want to be a princess. But mom and dad, I'm a girl, and they were like, "Well, no, you're not. <laughs> you you were born with um not the girl parts," and so um LC became just a very recluse, backward, didn't do well in school, uh, was not social with anyone, including her own family, uh, and so about the, around the age of eight, um, Chris went to LC and said, "You know what is going on with you? You know and and she said. You know, ma and dad, you, you all are just not listening to me. I am a girl, and he said, "Okay, we're gonna take you to Macy's right now, and you're gonna pick out whatever you want to wear, but you have to wear it tonight at dinner with your grandmother." With and so, Elsie went and picked out this teal uh, skirt and a white top, and went into the dressing room uh, as uh, her, her boy, the, the boy, and came out as LC and and said, "Dad, how do I look?" and and uh, was just smiling and, and social. And, and Chris knew at that point that he had a transgender daughter. And so over the course of the next two years, which is the last two years, Elsie um, is fully transitioned as a girl at school and at home and uh, uses female pronouns. Uh, and Chris and Jessica really discovered that while Elsie's going to have a supportive family and the medical care she needs and a safe school, that is the rare exception for trans kids. Yeah. So, most uh, trans, so this is a statistic that is so powerful and sad, but 41% of transgender people will attempt suicide. So, almost half are going to attempt suicide in their lifetime. Uh, The average age of a trans woman of color is 35 years old because of violence and suicide. So, they said, we want to do something about this. Uh, We've been very successful and blessed in our life. So, we have the means to try to change these statistics and save lives. Uh, And so that's how they've started this foundation called Living With Change. Um, They've put over $2 million of their own money on the table to start the foundation. And it really is uh, kind of a three-pronged approach. So one, we're partnering with Children's Hospital, who already has a successful clinic for trans kids. Uh, Two years ago, there was about 300 people that were in the clinic, and there's over 1,000 today. Wow. Um, But they still only have a part-time doctor, nurse, and social worker. So we're going to provide them the resources to ensure they have the needs to serve this population. Uh, second is that we are going to train every person that we can. So we've already partnered with the Cincinnati Public Schools uh, and many other school districts in Northern Kentucky and our suburbs, uh, but then businesses like Procter & Gamble and Fifth Third Bank and Dewey's Pizza and basically anyone that we can uh, get an in into. So also the Cincinnati Police Department, Fire Department, Public Defender's Office, our Health Department. Mm-hmm. Um So we're taking this on with the resources that the LGBT community has never had before. And so we're really able to make some big strides. Some other things we're doing, um, we've partnered, we think, a historic partnership with Big Brothers and Big Sisters um, to provide mentorships to trans kids. Because even when a trans kid has someone, a, a supportive family, it doesn't mean that they have someone in their life that's like them. So with the very kind of tough background checks and home visits that big brothers and big sisters present, we're going to be able to match trans kids with trans adults to have that positive mentorship in their life. so those are that's a little background yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the foundation and what we're doing.
1: Well, I should say that the way that you and I met was when mm-hmm. you came to New Rift to see me about talking to my staff and giving a little training. And I was, of course, receptive. And I think that that's something important if anybody listening today wants to be able to reach out and have you come and speak to their team or their company or their school or their organization. I think that's important. But you know what Chris where you really got me first when you when you strip everything else away is yep. as a parent when you see a child who is sad and and broken and you can't figure out what's you know how to yep. help and the the transformation that Elsie's dad saw right is what any parent wants for their child. Yep. And I'm wondering are there parents that don't feel that joy when their child is able to be who they really are? And is that part of the problem too? I mean,
0: it is. I mean, we saw just recently that uh, two parents uh, rejected giving their transgender son the medical care that the doctors said that they needed. And so the child, actually 17 years old, had to go to the court system and say, "I need my doctors say, I need this care. I want this care." Um, can you force my parents to, you know, give me this care? And, and fortunately, a Republican judge said, uh, we're going to give custody to the grandparents who were supportive uh, so that you can get the medical care that you need. But yes, there are probably more non-supportive parents than there are supportive.
1: And so are they non-supportive because they just don't understand? Do they think their child's being willful or do they think their child is in a s- in a phase? Do they, I mean.
0: Yeah. I think it's all of the above. It depends mm-hmm. on the parents. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we've talked more and more about sexual orientation mm-hmm. in the last decade. Mm-hmm. So I think people kind of have an idea what it means to be gay or mm-hmm. bisexual, but we really haven't talked about gender. Um, we, we assume that gender is just two boxes, either you're male or you're female, and that, that those two boxes are determined by your genitals. And what we want people to start talking about is that, Gender isn't necessarily dependent on your genitals, and it's not even two boxes. Just like there are bisexual people, there are some people in the transgender community that feel somewhere in between those two boxes. And so they don't identify as either a male or a female. And just because you're transgender doesn't mean you're gay. So gender is completely different than sexuality. So we say that gender is what's in your head. And sexuality is what's in your heart, who you're attracted to, um, and so uh, we hope that that we can start having this conversation on gender, and and hopefully that will lead more parents and more people in our community to try to understand. And look, we're not trying to change anyone's religious belief or political belief. Right. We're trying to make people respectful of other people. That's it. I mean, it's a very kind of baseline thing to to prevent transgender people from from committing suicide or from being uh, attacked violently.
1: You know, sometimes I will have guests on the show that talk about very serious things that need to be discussed, like this, and it pops back to me, and I'm not simplifying. I'm just telling you what comes out of my head is, the damn golden rule, probably right. shouldn't say damn with golden rule, <laughs> is is the answer. Exactly. Do unto others. Nobody's trying to make your child transgender because you're accepting a transgender child. Right. Nobody's pushing their agenda on you. They're just wanting the freedom to walk the earth as everyone else does with, you know, kindness and compassion from their fellow man and woman
0: exactly right. You know, I mean, you know, Chris and Jessica have said, you know, they weren't this like liberal kind of, I don't know, uh, democratic family who... That's why they're perfect. Yeah, like they, they were just a normal, successful family. Uh, Chris, you know, when they found out that they were having a boy to begin with, was so excited because his first child was going to be a son and he can throw football and he can protect the other kids. And, you know, it was very difficult for them to accept this. But as Chris knows, because people are always like, How do you know that Elsie's transgender? She's only ten years old. He's like, It's my child. I know. You know, this wasn't something that was easy, but it's your child. You know when they're when they're, you know, who they are. Right. So it it is a very personal thing. Um, and you know, I, I think when you talk to most people, ninety-nine percent of people are gonna say, I may not understand it, I wanna learn more but you know i want to be a good person like i don't want to meanfully misgender someone and that's the other thing you know sometimes it's difficult saying i don't know what pronouns to use and be, and so we we have to make people feel comfortable and that's what these trainings do they provide a space where you can say i don't get it how can someone who is born with male genitalia be a woman and we want people to ask those difficult questions so that we can start having that conversation.
1: But that's something that I said to you before we came on the air. And that is if you don't know exactly how to say or ask or interact, Mm -hmm. is it best to just start with, you know, I think you have to assume good intent on both sides of this story Mm -hmm. on, you know, both sides of humanity, but it's like, just don't sweep it under the rug. If there's a child, if you if a child is listening now, yep. an adult child probably right. <laughs> um that is feels certain mm-hmm. that they are in need of assistance, mm-hmm. what can they do?
0: So our website is livingwithchange.org. So one of the first things you can do is reach out to us because we can connect you to services uh, to help, uh, whether that's support groups or medical care or um, any kind of service that you would need, we can help connect you to. Uh, so there are GLSEN, is uh, the gay. It used to be the Gay Lesbian Straight Education Network. Now it just goes by Glisten, uh, but their whole mission is to keep kids safe in schools. And so uh, that's another great resource. PFLAG, uh, which also now only goes by PFLAG, but was Parents and uh, Parents of Friends of Lesbians and Gays, is another resource for um, parents. Uh, to be able to talk to other parents. We have our own support group for transgender families. Um, So the number one thing you can do is reach out to our website.
1: And don't underestimate the power of support groups and support. You know, there's a... a quote about friendship that I love so much that is friendship begins when one person says what you two I mm-hmm. thought I was the only one exactly. it's helpful to have somebody that can relate to you I love what you're doing with big brothers and big sisters for that very reason you know I think that's so important but find out education talk to people reach out but most of all accept
0: yeah I mean and if you are listening and, and you don't you're not ready to send that email or to come to a support group, I I just want you to know that there are people that are fighting for you and that this world is going to be a better place. And so uh, you can hang on long enough to see that. And so because not everyone, you know, is comfortable and it is ready to say maybe I am transgender and you know, but just know that there are people trying to make this world a better place so that you are comfortable enough.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Thank you to you and to all involved. And again, go to livingwithchange.org. That's right. right. And you can find out a lot more about this. I am going to put a link on Amy's Table on WKRQ.com to all of this information as well. But Chris, thank you for joining me today on Amy's Table. Important message. You know what's funny? What? There's always somebody after I have a show that's got an important message or a difficult topic that reaches out that... Mm. It makes a big difference. And it's so funny. That's why. You do it. I just yeah. love that about this show. It's just such a nice byproduct of That's it. amazing. So, yeah. So, thank
0: you for joining well, me today. Thank you for having us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. It's Amy's Table with Amy
1: Tolman. Yeah. Q102.